We're still discussing the private tefillahs, the uniquely composed and recited tefillahs that various Tanoim and Amiroim used to say um, on a regular or semi-regular basis. The Gemara says right down at the very last line of Tazayinu Beis, Rav Safra Basr Tzalusei Amar Hachi. Rav Safra, when he finished the davening, he would say as follows: Yehi Ratzayin Milfanach Hashem. Okay, may it be your will, may it be the will before you, which is generally translated as may it be your will, may the will appear before you. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem our God. Shetasim Shalim B'Pamalia Shalmalo, B'Pamalia Shalmata. It's a very interesting expression. Look at the top Rashi. Look at the top Rashi. Rashi says, "Bechabura sorry ha'umais." But Pamal Yisholmala, right? That means the uh, the uh, the court above, right? So, the Chabura sorry ha'umais in the group of the various um, the nobles of the various uh, nations. We say there's there's kind of a traditional idea that every nation has a sar, has a as a representative, as it were, in heaven, in Shemayim. And Rashi explains, when, they, when these sarim, when these representatives argue above, right? so a few weeks ago, the Tsar of Iran and the Tsar of America, they were not getting along so nicely. Right? Um, in Sarpras, he makes a reference to Paskin Daniel, which seems to allude to this concept. Okay, so that's number one. That's Pamal Yashilmala. So we don't want, we want world peace. We don't want uh, people fighting, nations fighting with each other. The idea behind this, obviously, is uh, pretty heavy on the metaphysical. But nonetheless, if we don't have the nations, the, 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 the representatives of the nations, uh, fighting, then we don't have the nations fighting. Uh, Rashi says means When it comes to the chachamim, we don't want the chachamim to be fighting with each other either. We want it to be ideal. It would be great if somehow we could have a unity and shared truth. And between the various talmidim, back to the Gemara. Uh, the, the various Talmidim who are Oiskim who are busy with your Tyra, Bain Oiskim Lishma, whether they are Oisek Lishma, whether they are busy for its own sake, for the Torah's own sake, Bain Oiskim Jalai Lishma, whether they are busy for their own reasons. And he added, Anyone who is busy with the Tyra Shalai Lishma, it should be your will that they should be. Uh, busy, they should learn to busy themselves with the Torah, the Shema, for pure reasons. Uh, Rav Alexandri, Basir Tzalusi Amar Hachi, Rav Alexandri would say as follows when he finished Avnei. Yehirat Zemul Fanecha Hashem Alekein, Be'yewel Shatamideinu Be'keren Oira. Stand us in the corner of light, the side of light. Ba'al Tamideinu Be'keren Chashecha. And don't put us in the dark corner. Interesting formulation. Don't let our heart be pain. Don't let our eyes be dark. All right, short and short and sweet. There's another. There's a version of the story that says, "Harav Hamnunamatzil." That was Rav Hamnun's prayer. 
for Rav Alexandri Basu Dematsli Amar Hachi. Rav Alexandri, when he would get finished davening, he would say as follows. Ribayin Ha'ilamim, Master of the Worlds. Gali V'yadul Fanecha, it is revealed before you, it is revealed and known before you. This is a famous formulation. It is our will to do your will. At heart, at heart, every Jew wants to do Hashem's will. What's stopping us? That's a very interesting phrase. is meant to invoke the imagery of Chametz. The imagery of Chametz. And this is a big uh, you'll hear around Pesach time if you go to Yeshiva Sheshol, you'll hear at least one speech, if not fourteen, that speaks about the um, the idea, the comparison between Yetzirah and Sa'ar and sourdough, right? Because uh, sourdough causes things to swell up. We don't tend to uh, use sourdough anymore to make our dough rise. We usually use uh, yeast. We like to use fungal yeast, but in the ancient world, most cultures did not use fungal yeast. They used a starter dough, uh, a sourdough, and th- that's why the image of the sourdough is something which we're, we're fortunate because we live in hipster California, where sourdough is coming, has come back into vogue, I should say. You can get sourdough in Whole Foods and in Trader Joe's and in Safeway. San Francisco, you're right, yeah, yeah. San Francisco, that's right, that's right. Let's not forget, let's not forget. Yeah, so we have, and we have plenty of kosher sourdough around here. You have to just yeah. make sure. It's not so hard. You don't have to make it yourself, for heaven's sake. But, um, but so we're familiar with Sar So We didn't forget about Sar out here in the Bay Area. Um, but in the rest of the world, I, I, I can tell you, I, I went through a lot of years of formal Chumash schooling without having any idea what this sourdough thing was <laughs> that we were talking about. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, sourdough uh, causes things to swell up. It causes things to swell up. And the Yetzirah is compared to the sourdough. It is interesting. right? It is interesting. Rashi says, Yetzirah shabu the Yetzirah which is in our hearts, which causes us to become Chamehs, which causes us to rise. But it's so puzzling because we are bread is meant to be eaten risen. Like that's how we like to eat bread. So it's something that always puzzled me a little bit. Um, in a sense, perhaps once it's already bread, then you don't have that that concept of rising anymore. I mean, it's when it's baking, when it's when it's becoming. It's the dough. Yeah, that 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 is the thing that causes swelling. But don't we want to be bread? Well, it's, 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 yeah. the metaphor, it's the metaphor of swelling. Okay. Yes, I know. I know, I know, I know. It's right, the inflated ego. But I, I, I just never, uh, you know, maybe the idea is, maybe that's part of the paradox, right? It's like all the great Jewish thinkers say, we need to be here in this world with the Yetzirah in order to create a pleasant, uh, a pleasant um, uh, you know, the, the ideal scenario for growth is where we're struggling against an obstacle. Maybe, maybe it's part of it. I don't know. But, um, and, and, and the bread metaphor comes in. The Zayar calls it the not, that if we didn't have that choice to do evil, right, and we truly would, it would be the Nahamad the Kisufa. It would be the bread of shame. So the bread metaphor holds up. Yeah, yeah and, and, and also, you know, it's the, the sourdough is swollen, and, you know, you eat it, 
concrete. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We can spin this metaphor all. all yeah, well, well the, the ideas might start getting a little crummy. It's just us folks, I figure. 20 to 6 in the morning, that's not bad. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how few hours ago I went to sleep. Okay. Um, Baruch Hashem, we are... <laughs> we are uh, celebrating a birthday, right? Yes. No, it wasn't her. It wasn't. It wasn't the baby. <laughs> it was a baby. It was a Bayan Rava. Uh, it's a big, a big Okay, Rava Bosit Tzusei Amar Hachi. Right. This is what Rava used to say after he got finished davening. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I jumped down a little bit. Let's just re- finish. We we left off at Sarshabisa. Vishibud Malchios. Right. What's stopping us? One, our our egos and our yetsar and shibud Malchios. Outside external factors, the shibud Malchios, the uh, the dependency that we have, uh, we are subjugated by foreign rulers. Save us from their hands. Right. There are two hands, two 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 forces that we need to be saved from. And let us return. To do the chukir tzeinecha, the laws of your will, with a full heart. Rava, Rava would say this, and this is going to be somewhat familiar. This is going to be a familiar formulation. He would say, my God, my God, before I was created, I was not uh, worth anything. Now that I have been created, it is as if I was never created. When you read this Gemara, you can't help but mention the story of, I think they say it was Daniel Hwolson, who was a uh, famous Russian academic, a, and a Meshumet. This was back in the day when if you wanted to get a position in a university in Russia, you had to uh, convert, you know, it's in, in the 19th century. And he was, he con- unfortunately, he was a very, very brilliant man, and he converted, but he ended up being a very important voice for the Jews in St. Petersburg, because he would he would always stick up for the Jews in public discourse, having been a Jew pretty recently, and and uh, he was a very well known ex-Jew. Um, but uh, there's an there's an old joke that he was corresponding with the Ritzvachan inspector, one of the great Kedayim, and uh, he was complaining that um, that he said he said he said actually right in, in in Hebrew the word for becoming a Christian is lehit natzer. Right? Mm-hmm. So he says, None of you thought anything about me before I converted. But All of a sudden, now I'm the big tzaddik because you need me now that I converted to Christianity. So, <laughs> that's his famous line. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Okay, so, I am dust in my life. I am even more so. When I'm not alive, I am before you nothing more than a vessel full of shame. Let me not sin anymore. That which I have already sinned, please erase with your abundant mercy. Don't make me terribly ill. Right, I just want to do tshuva. This same prayer, what Rav would say every day, that was the vida of Rav Hamnuna the small, or the short, perhaps. Uh, he would recite Anyum Kippur. So, and we too integrate this nusach um, into our vidu Anyum Kippur. Marbrei Ravina. When Marbrei Ravina came, Masayim Tzeluse. 
when he would finish davening, he would say, Amar Hachi, he would say something which may sound familiar. My God, guard my mouth from speaking evil. And my lips from speaking trickery. Let my soul be silent to those who curse me. And let my soul be like dirt toward everyone. And then before I should explain, what does that mean? Like dirt that a person, if you insult the ground, it doesn't do anything back. It is, it is, it is, and actually saw a very interesting take many years ago on this. It is unaffected by the insults. It's not that it is treated like dirt. It's that you can't insult dirt. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't, it abides. It doesn't really care what you call it. So when somebody insults you, you should have the strength and the confidence to say, okay, that person said something nasty about me. You shouldn't. Uh, you should remain unruffled. Um, that's not Pesach Open my heart to your Torah. Let my soul pursue your mitzvahs. Visatileni. This is a little unfamiliar. Visatileni mi pegara, mi hara, isha Save me from an unpleasant encounter from the Yetzirah, from the evil inclination, and for falling for a bad woman. That's something that can happen. Men are not known for our discerning taste <coughs> in women. We call Royce, at least in the things that matter, we call Royce, and for all evils which are preparing to come to the world, right? Things that are coming down the line, we should, um, we should be protected from those as well. This is again more familiar. Everyone who has bad things there, they have uh, evil plans about me. We have say machshavtam, but the Mars is machshavoisam. Let their ideas and thoughts be uprooted and ruined and wiped out. That's a pasuk in Tehillim. Let these words of my mouth. Be liratzim, be desired, and the thoughts, the meditations of my heart, uh, as well, should be desirous before you, Hashem. Let Hashem be desirous of them, I suppose. Hashem tsuri v'gaeli, Hashem is my rock and redeemer. And we, of course, co-opt just about most of that, except the comment about pegara nyetzahara and ishara into our shmanasim. No one should feel threatened. Nobody should uh, yeah. should take notice of me to attack mm-hmm. me. That's very interesting. Thanks for pointing that out. It's interesting. The line about Isha Ra doesn't work for a woman. And, and it's not really a it's it's a problem which I suppose well women probably worry about this also marrying the wrong man falling for the wrong man, um, but because there's no because it's a non-gen I wonder if it was swapped out because since the elikainetzar tefillah became standard, and it is that line is so gender specific maybe they swapped it out because okay. women other ones that we haven't swapped out. So. Yes, but but tefillah is. Tefillah is a requirement, and we, we pass in a lot halachala ma'isa that women are supposed to damage my Nazareth, you know, at least mm-hmm. twice a day. So, um, uh, so in so in certain certain there there definitely did uh, the, the alternate nuschais definitely did exist. 
They're always Havanos. So there's, there's the famous Italian Nusach of Shaloya Sani Ish, right? Which is very popular among the uh, the Orthodox feminist crowd for good reason. Um, I, 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 I think it's cool. Um, and then... <laughs> Uh, but then there's Shosani Kirtzainu, which which reflects obviously a different social attitude. But it is not, my my point more is that there is a protocol in place for women for many hundreds of years. It's like okay, what do women say? Oh, they say this. So you know, th- this one you would have to have at least an alternate for women. And I think rather it seems like the editors of the city decided to just knock it out. That's just the theory. I don't know for sure that's the yeah, case. No, no, I was just asking. Why, you know, why, why this the difference? You know, you know, we'll substitute some. We'll not mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what Shalei Ish is the best, uh, the most creative solution. Those Italians. Anyway, um, we tend to forget that Italy was probably the most dominant non, uh, uh, the, the most dominant Jewish culture in Christendom. You know, uh, when it was flourishing. Okay. Rav Sheshes kavu yasu b'tanisa. When Rav Sheshes would fast, baser dematsli. After he would daven, amar hachi. He would say the following phrase: "Rivoyin hoylamin." Master, the world goes from echos banish ways and mikdash kaim. Adam chaytim makiv karbim vim makiv miyano el chabu bidaman. Somebody who uh, who when, when the base mikdash was was standing, someone would sin. He would bring a carbon, and all they would offer would be the chaylev, the fat, and the blood of the carbon. Umis kaperle. And he would get a kapara. Now I've sat in this tainus, and I have reduced my fat and my blood. They thought of, I think, the uh, the reduction in blood pressure, which results from dehydration, as a reduction in blood. Let this fat and blood that I have reduced by sitting in a tainus. Um, let it be like a carbon, and have mercy on me. Rabbi Yechon, he had Masayim Sifri the Eiv. When Rabbi Yechon finished studying the book of Eiv, Amar Hachi, he would have the following reflection: Seif Adam Lemaves, or Seif Adam Lemus. The end of man is to die. Seif Behem Loshchita, and the end of a animal is to be slaughtered. Vahakol Lemisa Heim Oimdin, and mortality is everywhere. Right, everyone's going to die. A pretty common reflection, I think, to be left with after Eiv. Praiseworthy is one who Shegodalbatayra. Not Sheg. I don't think it's meant to be Shegodalbatayra, which yeah, is what gadal. people think. What? How do they? How gadal. Do, gadal, right? Mm. Someone who grew up mm. in a learning environment, mm. right? What do you? Some some people don't manage to be a Godalbatayra, but Amalibatayra. The main thing is that somebody should toil in Tayra. He gives a great deal of. Pleasure to his creator. He grows into a shame or amid a shame toiv, a good reputation. And the nifter, again, he's, these are praiseworthy people. Um, and who leaves the world with a good reputation. But all of them are It is better to have a good name than it's a little play on words. But in um, uh, that it is better to have a good name than to anoint oneself with pleasant oil. In the day of death, from the day of birth, and again, the Chazal explained that he means because a person has the opportunity to build himself a reputation. The day of, the day of birth, he's just a tabula rasa. The day of death, he could have created positive change in the world. 
Magal Pun de Rameir, something Rameir would say frequently. Gemoir, Bechol Levavcha Bechol Nafshachat Lodas Es Daki, the Lishkoid Al Dolosi, Al Dolosi Terasi, excuse me. Um, uh, you should uh, you should use all your heart and all your soul to know the Rachai, I should say. The Rachai Lishkoid Al Dolosi Terasi, Terasi. Be aware of my paths, right? Hashem's paths, Hashem's ways. And to be constantly um, present at the doors, trying to gain access to the Torah. Guard my Torah in your heart. Let my the fear of God, the fear of heaven, be before your eyes. Guard your mouth from any sin, sins associated with speaking, which there are plenty of. And... Uh, make yourself totally tahar and kadosh, totally pure from all guilt. From any guilt or sin. Conduct yourself with those. Right, in these three easy steps, um, you can you can be close to Hashem all the time. So Rameir kind of had this little uh, mission statement he would say, which uh, kept him maybe uh, helped helped people uh, helped him or helped others focus on what is important in life. It was distinctly different from Conan the Barbarian's opinion of what is good in life. Margul Pumayo de Rabbanon, the Yavne, the Rabbanon of Yavne had a uh, a similar type of mission statement. Anibria, the Chaveri Biria, I am a creation, and my friend is a creation. Ani, Malachti Biir, Vihu, Malachti Besade. I work in the city, he works in the field. Right? So far, it's kind of like a, an innocent description. I get up pretty early for my work. He gets up pretty early for his work. He doesn't touch my work. I don't get involved in his work. You might say, well, I learn a lot. And he doesn't learn very much because he's a software engineer. So, you know, he comes. Yeah, he gets early. I gets up. He gets up early. I get up early. I learn a lot. He learns a little. Shaninu, make no mistake, the Mishnah Menachis, last Mishnah Menachis, Echod, Hamar Bebechad Amamit, Ubovadji, Chavanli, Belashabayim. If a person has the correct intent, if he's truly doing what he's capable of doing, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the truth and fills in the rest. Very nice. Margo is very interesting. This was their, this was the thing they felt the need to remind themselves of. It sounded like they wanted to keep themselves humble. Margo Pumida Abay, something Abay would say frequently. A person always has to be strategic, clever, when it comes to yira, to matters of fear, of yira Hashem. Um, that's number one. Another uh, is a positive in Mishle. Ma'nerach, meishiv, should say yashiv chema. should say yashiv chema. A soft answer turneth away wrath, in the words of the verse in the Bible. Uh, it should uh, uh, someone should try to increase peace with uh, his family and with everyone and even with a non-Jew in the market so that he should be appreciated both above and below beloved and accepted acceptable to the people. No one ever beat him, right? He was such a 
he was so, his greeting was so effusive and friendly and joyful that he would get to you before you even noticed him, he already would be greeting you. He would go through the marketplace and he would manage to say good morning to everyone before they could even, before they even, uh, before they even turned around. It doesn't sound like your average Rosh Hashiva. Okay. Um, and I missed the words of Afil and Achiv even a non-Jew. Another uh, mission statement from Rav. Tachlis Chachma, the purpose of Chachma, of wisdom, is Tshuva Umasim Toivim. Wow. That's, that's what we're here for. We're really here to improve ourselves, to improve our lives. Adam A person should not be reading and reviewing. Right? You're a big Tamun Chachim. You know that's a Torah. So you're Bayit, literally, you kick. Uh, your parents and your rabbi and everyone who's more closer than you, b'chachmo, b'minyan, whether it comes to wisdom, whether it comes to age. Shanemar, reishis chachmo yiras Hashem, seichel toiv l'chol oisehem. Right, the first thing in life is, the first part of chachmo, of wisdom, is fear of God. And seichel toiv l'chol oisehem. Uh, it is good wisdom to all who do them. L'oisim, it doesn't say those who just do. L'oisemar, el l'oisehem. To those who do them, that's what's the point. That's in the direction of specifically doing things for the right reasons. Right? Someone who's someone who learns that Chazal tell us is good. That Chazal say it's not the highest level, but it's good because eventually you'll get to Lishma. But someone who's oisah shalei lishma, someone who all his actions, his mitzvahs are shalei lishma for the wrong reasons, that's very bad. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. That fellow, we say it's noyach leishalei nivra, it would be better if he were not created, which is pretty dark. Rashi says, Rashi doesn't, doesn't like the, uh, the simple reading of ha'oisah. But this is worth noting because of what I just told you. Rashi doesn't think that's the Rashi doesn't want to learn that way. Rashi says Ha'isa means somebody who learns. But he's not learning Shaloi Lishma. He's learning Lakantar. He's learning in order to make trouble, in order to have information in his arsenal with which to um, to disturb the peace. He wants to sound very sharp, he wants to have good kashas, he wants to arm himself with out-of-the-box Gemaras so that he say, well, the Gemara actually says it, but that fellow we're not very happy with. We're not very happy with. Okay. Very well, let us move along. Magal Pumid Rav, another mission statement. This world is not like the next. The world to come does not have any eating or drinking. It doesn't have any reproduction. There's no business. No jealousy. No, uh, no zealousy and no jealousy. And no hatred. No quarreling. Tzadikim sitting with their crowns on their heads. And enjoying the, uh, the glory of the Shekhinah, the light of the Shekhinah. As the Pasuk says in Shemois, Es Kim as a reference to the experience of the Tzadikim at Harsinah. Okay.
Gedele Havtacha, says the Gemara. Shehavtichan HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Nashim, Yosem in Hanash. Women have been promised a better deal than men. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, Nashim Sha'ananos Koimna Shemana Koili. The uh, peaceful women. Um, uh, how do you tra- translate Sha'anan? Pleasant, like. Something uh, overall positive, something pleasant. Yeah, at ease. Yeah, at ease. Yeah. There you go. Koyim um, Right. I rise up and hear my voice. Right. Uh, confident women, women trusting women, hear my <laughs> statement. So Nashim Maizachin. Rav says to Rav What is it? What is this special zchus that they have? That they're getting this beautiful promise that the men are not getting. What do they have over the men? They take their children to Shul, and they take their husbands to uh, to learn Tyre. In other words, they uh, they they allow them to go and learn, and the natural and they wait patiently. Until their husbands return. Keep in mind, this is in a scenario, in a time when, when men would often travel away from home for weeks or months at a time. If they were learned and they were, if they were, they might have lived in a village somewhere. And if they wanted to go back to the center and learn, they would travel away from home for months at a time to do so. Um, so it was a pretty big deal. And by doing that, they have something that the men don't have because, in that equation, only one person can do the thing. That's being described. You have a miftiri abonu rebeir b'ami. B'ami lo rebeir b'chanina. When the rabbanu were leaving the house of Ami, some say it was the house of b'chanina. Ami lay. They said as follows. Ami lay hachi. They would bless him like this. Olam chatir b'chayecha. You should see. Olam chatir b'chayecha. You should. You should see whatever you need in this life. Ve'acharisachal lechayecha olam haba. And your end should be. Right, you should have a pleasant uh, lot in the world to come. And your hope should hold up for generations. This is a pasuk. That's um, no, not a pasuk. It's uh, based on pasuk in Tehillim. Your heart should meditate on understanding. Your mouth should speak wisdom. Your tongue should accrue beautiful songs. Your eyes should uh, shine with the light of Tyra. Your face should shine like the shine of the sky. Sounds like they liked him. Your lips should express uh, wisdom, thought. And your kidneys should sing, should rejoice with. Uh, Honesty and straightness. And your footsteps, your feet should run to hear the words of the ancient of days. That is Akbarach Baruch, generally speaking, according to most interpretations, certainly in this context. Atagyoyman is a phrase from Daniel. One, in one of his visions, Daniel sees the Atagyoyman. He sees someone who's the ancient of days. And it's understood by many Mepharshim to be a reference to Akbarach Baruch. Okay. The Gemara says, Kavumafteri Rabbanon mi Be'er Vchista. When the Rabbanon we're leaving Rav Chista's house. Rami lo mi bei Rav Shmuel Barach. Many some say it was Shmuel Barach. Many's house. I'm related. How can they say it's false? 
Alufeinu mesubalim. Vaskin Dillam says, Alufeinu mesubalim, our chiefs are mesubalim, they are bearing um, suffering. So Rabbishmol, family of Yechem Blazer, Chad Amar. So we need to first interpret the Pasuk. The Pasuk Taylor. So Rabbishmol or Yechem Blazer say as follows Alufeinu Batayra, Umusubalim Batmitzvahs. Right? So it's a, it's kind of a, a double meaning. Even though it technically is Alufeinu Batsubalim, our chiefs are are bearing uh, a burden. It's Alufeinu, they are chiefs because of Batayra, because of their learning. Umusubalim Batmitzvahs, they are burdened by the burden of Mitzvahs. They are chiefs because of all their Torah and Mitzvahs. Together, the reference to suffering is in fact a reference to suffering. They are suffering under Yisurim. Many times, uh, great Tzadikim suffer with Yisurim with actual uh, pain and distress. Um, the Pasuk goes on, Ein Peretz, right? Ein Peretz, so David is a reference. Peretz is a reference to David, right? David is a descendant of Peretz, right? He is a Parsi. So, our group should not be like the group of David, which is a very interesting thing to say. We're generally a very pro-Davidic society. Um, uh, that Achitayfel came out of him, right? Achitayfel. Uh, was part of David's court, but and he was also part of Shaul's court. But he ends up causing a lot of trouble when it comes to Avshalim. He's a very Achitayfel is not a good guy. Ve'ein Yoytzes. It's interesting if you note at the top of the page, it seems like Taisvus had a girsa Peretz Zachi Taifel. and Taisvus says Sheparatz Pritzel Malchus Beizavni. He starts interpreting. Oh well, he made a breach. We don't have that girsa, so that's why I assume the Gemara is just referring to Peretz to invoke. Machus Beis David, and not just any breach. Because the gears of Taisus had, it seems like he wasn't able to say that. Um, the Ein Yoytes, and no one comes out. What does that mean? Shalit Taisi Yaseinu, Kisi Yasei Shal Shal. Our group should not be uh, like Shal's group. Shiyatzimi Menu Daik Ha'adaymi. That's a reference to Shal's uh, Shal's society. Daik Ha'adaymi came out, um, Daeg also is a terrible person. Daeg is responsible for the killing of the Kayin and Menoiv. Um So we don't want our group to be like Shal's group. Again, it's a little interesting because Achitayfel also comes out of Shal's group, but the Gemara is uh, doing some literary interpretation over here. Ve'ein um, Tzavacha, there is no outcry. Shaloi Tehesi Yaseinu Kesiyase Shal Elisha. Our group shouldn't be like that of Elisha. Again, it's very interesting. We're referencing all these Tzadikim and saying, oh, we wouldn't want to be like them. And I suppose that's really the subtext. In other words, we're trying to do the right thing, but we understand that sometimes even people who are trying to do the right thing uh, have negative results, so we don't want to be like that. Right, Elisha's uh, buddy is his, his, his buddy, his, his helper. Shamas Gechazi, who we already mentioned earlier, was, uh, was, uh, he couldn't keep his hands to himself, and he wasn't a very good guy. That we may not, we shouldn't have a son or a student. Literally means who overcooks his pot in public. So what does that mean? So in all the old Gemaras, this line ends. In the old Kisveya, in the manuscripts, this line should end. Like Jesus of Nazareth. So as you may understand, that line was excised quite a few years ago. 
but um, it's a reference to apparently um, to that man, to Yeshu of, of uh, Yeshu Hanoitri, and the idea of overcooking the tavshil, of overcooking the food, seems like it's a reference to good intentions, which become a problem, um, which lead people into sin, and, and publicly embarrass us. Okay. The scrolls have that wording. They, they yeah. on the side, uh, they let you know uh, that the old, the old, uh, which is actually the correct approach to matters of this sort. They're saying you should be aware that all the old uh, manuscripts say that. Okay. Simway lai, hear me. Says the Gemara. The Gemara pasukin shayim. Those who are strong of heart, it means that stubborn people, who are far from righteousness. So, this is a very famous Gemara. Again, this is that combo of Rav and Shmuel, which might be All the world derives um, its. Uh, uh, it's um, it's sustenance. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but tzaka, yeah, Kaddish Baruch who gives you tzaka. You 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 really 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 we don't necessarily deserve to get parnasa. Kaddish Baruch who gives us parnasa out of the goodness of his heart. The haim and Rashi explains the reference to tzaddikim. It sounds like we're talking about Rishayim, but Abir Leif, Abir Leif kind of sounds positive almost. The mighty of heart. So the Gemara interprets it as indeed a positive thing. The haim tzaddikim, Yuzayim bezroya. They receive their their parnasa bizraya through their own work. Through their own work, it's kind of like the other interpretation we said way back when um, of Godlo Hanenem Yegiyakapa. And there's something too being a, a tzaddik earns his keep in this world. And the other angle is the whole world gets its sustenance. Bizuchosta tzaddikim. And they somehow cannot manage to make a living even in their own merit, right? This is the concept of the tzaddik being the, the, the whole culture of Rebbe's is very much based around this idea that the tzaddik uh, brings all the goodness into the world. He's the conduit. Uh, you will not be surprised when I tell you that this is a very big deal in Chabad. Um, Every day, a baskal, a voice comes out of Everyone in the world receives their mezainas, their parnasa, because of my son, Chanina. And he lives in extreme poverty. He lives on just a handful of caribs. From week to week, right? We Yehuda, and this is <coughs> at odds with the opinion of Yehuda. Dumb Rav Yehuda, he interprets this pasuk differently. He says, "Man, Abir Elev, what does that mean, Abir Elev? The, the mighty of heart, the stubborn people, Goivoi Tivshoi, these these idiots from Goiv, some uh, Babylonian sub tribe, um, that they are just very dumb apparently, and <laughs> they're, they're 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 stubborn." Um, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, what's the proof that they're just foolish? We don't have any converts from them. They're, they're a real thick group. They don't get it. 
they, you know, we, they live among us and they don't grasp that they should be, um, that they should be converting. Um, Rav Ashi, you know, none of them seem to have figured out that we're offering something. Um, Rav Ashi says the people of Masamachasia, which again was a major Jewish center, these are Abire Leif. These are people who don't see the positive in Klal Yisrael. They are stubborn and foolish. Yeah, they say the Nisinim are the Gibeonites. The Nisinim are the Gibeonites, yeah, but yeah. The, what you're saying is the Goivoi, the Goivoi are mm. believed to have been an offshoot of the Nisinim, who are the Gibeonites, yeah, right. who we don't like already for a long mm. time. Right? <clears throat> okay. Um... Uh, excuse me. They're stubborn. They're in this city of, of of Torah study, and they're they see how well it how how good people are turning out. I suppose it worked out well. People had fine me this, and they were learn it. And the Chazu Yaakov excuse me, They see the glory of the Torah twice a year because everyone would gather for the Kala, right, for the Arche Kala um, twice a year. And they see this incredible covet and this this beautiful scene. The when we don't have any gerim from them, they're a real stubborn, thick-headed group. Okay. Chasan Right. We said back to business. A chasan, if he wants, he can choose to read Kriyishma. And Rishim Gamliel said, Hey, hey, hey. Right. Not just anybody should decide that it's for him to be a big tzaddik and recite Kriyishma on his wedding day. The Gemara says, Lameimra, Dereb Shemim Gamliel chayish liyora. It seems like you think, it seems like the Mishnah is saying, Dereb Shemim Gamliel was concerned, he would say sometimes that you shouldn't do a mitzvah in certain limited circumstances because of yuhara, because of um, pride, because it looks like a prideful um, way of conducting yourself. Rabbanon loy chayish liyora. And the Rabbanon, who he's arguing with, Tanakama, does not is not concerned about you are about acting in this flashy way, but we heard otherwise. It's not. It says in the Mishnah, Malkim Shinagu Lasseks Malacha B'Tishavah, a place where they uh, had the minute to do Malacha on Tishavah to work on Tishavah. Eisin, you're allowed to work. Malkim Shinagu Shulay Lasseks. If it is customary not to work on Tishavah, where you are Einaisin, you should not work. But regardless, a Talmud Chacham should be batil. He should not. Um, he should not be doing anything. So, everyone should conduct himself like a Talmud Chacham. Everyone should say, "Well, I'm not going to work because I am a Talmud Chacham." You should act as if he's a Talmud Chacham. So, we're assuming that the Rabbanon here are the same Rabbanon that Rishon Gamliel is arguing with over there. So therefore, it would seem that they are the ones saying that you should conduct yourself in accordance with the Minikamakim, with what everyone else is doing. Rabbi Gamliel is saying, no, you should act with a little yuhara, right? You should act with a little pride, act as if you're a Tamachach. So the Gemara says, right? You're right, just switch around the opinions and it's all fixed. Rav Shisha, right? That's the easy solution. Rav Shisha, right? There, video, my loyal moita. Don't do that. Right? That's not how it works. That's not. It's not a problem. So Kriyishma keeping the kuli amukakaru the iyo nami kakari viu nami kari loy mechsi yura. 
when it comes to Kriyashma, when you're a chassan, everyone's saying Kriyashma. So what, you quietly, you also join in and say Kriyashma. No one's noticing what you're doing. There's no reason to be uptight. Hacha, but over here, or maybe Hasam, they say, maybe say Hasam over there, came in the Kuli Alma Avdi Malacha. But you like Avid, everyone's not working and you're sitting around because I'm a Tamu Chacham, right? In Mexico, you are, you're making yourself stick out. That's where it looks like you are, looks like pride. And vice versa. Not vice versa, but as well, is not a Kasha. Says right? It's a bit of a different issue. It's just that you cannot be mechavein. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that a chasen is too distracted to be mechavein on Krishna. So therefore, um, it's a it's a different consideration. When you're a chassin and you're trying to say Kriyashma, everyone knows you're not having kavana. So everyone says to themselves, oh, who, does this guy think, who does this guy think he is, right? Who is he to, to act as if uh, he's, he has the right to, uh, to say Kriyashma on his wedding? Um, when it comes to working on, on Tishabov, just because, or not working on Tishabov, just because you're not working doesn't necessarily mean that you're treating yourself like a Tamuchacham. It could be you don't have any work to do. Go and see how many people there are without work in the marketplace. Okay? Hajun Allah, Hoya, Kare. Okay, now we start the next pair. That's our job. And we have. Oh, no Good. New set of halachas. Misha Mesa Mutalafana. Somebody whose dead, whose uh, dead family member is in front of him. In other words, he has not yet buried a dead family member. Pater mi Krishma. He doesn't have to recite Krishma. He's Pater from Krishma. And uh, the Bach corrects us to Umin Hatfilin. Umin Hatfilin. We have Min Hatfila, the Bach says, or to read Umin Hatfilin and from Tfilin. But not min hatfilin necessarily. We call mitzvahs hamuris b'tayr and from all mitzvahs which the tayr instructs us to do. Nois e hamita, those who carry the bed, in other words, the uh, what we would call the aron. V'chilu fehen, we're going to get into the details of all this. But v'chilu fehen, uh, they would they had the custom it seems to switch out the pallbearers kind of in a flow, as which makes a lot more sense when you have to carry the aron all the way. Um, they would switch them out at a certain point, and their replacements. Those who are uh, in front of the Mita, in other words, they have not yet carried the Aaron, and those who are behind it, who have still not had their, cho- their chance to participate in carrying it. Those who are in front of it, the Gemara is going to explain how all that works, right? Depending on where there is, uh, whether there is a need for them, right? So if people who haven't yet participated in the mitzvah, um, as long as they are needed in some sense to participate, they are putter from Kriyashma. But someone who has already participated in the mitzvah, who's carried already, even if because it's a small group, they're going to be needed again, but at that point, they become chayiv because they already participated in the mitzvah. They no longer are, um, they have already done their part in terms of the mitzvah. Um, okay. And both groups are which is not the Eraisa, so they do not have to daven. Okay. 
kavru as hames, when they bury the body of Chazru and return, and michilim lahascha v'ligmar, ad shaloyagiyu l'shura yaschilu. If they have enough time from getting from the grave to the shura, right? We said earlier in the other day, we said that there's a shura, there's a line of mourners that's made, and people walk down the line, and we comfort them. So if you can, if you have time between the grave and the shura, to say you should start. If you don't have enough time, you shouldn't start. Those who are standing in line, those who are on the inside row, they um, they are potter, and the outermost row is chayav. We will explain all this in detail. So the Gemara says, uh, Someone has his mace, his, his dead relative in front of him, that he is the one who is potter. Someone who does not have him actually in front of him is going to be apparently chayav. Rumini, astira. Misha makes him a tulafana of somebody who has his, the body of his dead relative in front of him. He should go to a different room to eat. If he doesn't have a different room, he should go to his friend's house. If he doesn't have a friend's house, he should set up some kind of partition and eat. What if this is a very poor person? He doesn't have anything to make a mechitza. He should turn away. He doesn't lean, it's not correct to lean. He shouldn't eat meat or drink wine. He does not make brichas hamoitzi. He does not make brichas hamozain. Right? Mizamin is a reference to brichas hamozain. No one makes a bracha for him. And nobody uh, should count him for mizumin. And he is potter from all the mitzvahs. Um, you know what? Let us actually, really in the middle of the question, well, let's break it off here because it's going to take us pretty far down to the next time. Oh, girl.